welcome back to the Unfunny Kevin Show. I'm welcoming myself back to the Unfunny Kevin Show. I am your host, Kevin Melody, and it is Monday, October 23rd. How the fuck are you? I hope you guys have been, uh, you know, hanging in there given the times we are living in. This could have been played any October 23rd in the last fucking, you know, five, six years or whatever. And it would make sense. It would still make sense. But this is October 23rd of 23. And I'm not back because those are my angel numbers. I'm back. I don't even know what that means. Um, I'm back uh, after, I think it's been over a month now, um, because I had a lot of issues, not just, you know, with life, but in general, I had issues with, um, with Patreon. So we'll, we'll jump into that momentarily, but I am back Mondays now. I apologize for the little hiatus. Um, I just had so much shit going on and, um, you know, we'll break into that too, but I hope you guys have been well. Thanks for continuing to listen and support the show. Um, I got some emails, I got some DMS. I, the show's still getting a lot of plays. So I appreciate you guys catching up or listening to old shit. And I'm sorry you don't have the Patreon stuff and we'll get into that. So basically I set up a Patreon account, did the whole, uh, you know, getting through all the approvals. And then I created what was like, it was like a banner. I don't know. Some of you that have it on, had me on Instagram saw it and it had like the twin towers and a character named Carl from a show called Aqua Teen Hunger Force that I love. Um, and it, uh, Patreon had to approve my site. I proved it with that. I launched the show on Patreon on September 11th. And then it was September 11th or September 14th or something within a few days after I launched September 11th. I'm going to say the September 11th like 20 times in this podcast. I'm just trigger warning. Um, they they struck it. I don't know what it was. I guess it's because of sensitive content. I did also have a pretty wild Patreon episode. I don't know if that was what it was. But anyway, it they fucked with the account and I decided to essential and i think patreon is going to be sold soon um i don't know what's happening but but i'm basically going to stick to the show here and i might just give you more content here and elsewhere i'm going to figure out where to do it and who knows i might be back on patreon with a new fucking banner or whatever but for now the page is done it's private it's disabled um we're gonna work it out but in that time uh, I got a dog. I, I talked about it on that last pod. Um, and then I disappeared and I've been, uh, you know, I got dog updates. <sighs> and on top of that, I've had a lot of shit going on with tapped in. So be sure to support tapped in at tappedinmusic.com um, and catch up on all of our episodes. But, um, but yeah. And of course the world has been busy as well. Um, in my <laughs> Monday absence. So, uh, so yeah, so getting into it, um, having a dog has been amazing. I love my dog. Uh, her name's Rosie and she's a, a little sweetie. Um, uh, and I, I love her to death. She came from a shelter and, uh, you know, we, we, we bought her used. We didn't buy a new dog. I was going to get a new dog, but I didn't want the trouble of a puppy. Someone was telling me puppies are really difficult so I was like, let's buy used. It's fine. I buy my cars used, you know. I'll buy my dog used. No big deal. Um, and she's great. She has used problems. 
Um, she's super potty trained, which is dope. Uh, so we don't deal with all that shit. I don't want someone ruining my house. Um, and she's like crate trained a little bit. She goes in the crate at night and it's great. She has her own space. But we got dog walkers because my lovely wife uh, works from work twice a week. The rest of the week she's at home. So it hasn't been a problem. But the two days a week she's gone, we wanted a dog walker, somebody that could just come check on her and whatever. And she just had so much anxiety. She's so frightened of people, of, of strangers that we were like, fuck, like, is this going to be a problem? And so the dog walker... Uh, that we got it's you know it's these people um uh, they're great they're fine they're, there's nothing wrong with them there's lots of things wrong with them but i'm not gonna dive into that but rosie just didn't take very well to one of them she kind of likes the other one but they're like a couple okay now the, the woman who runs it it's her and her boyfriend or life mate i don't know what they're doing um but she's like i don't know what she is she's I don't know if she's in her late 30s or her early 40s or her late 40s or her late 50s. They're, I don't know what I thought. Okay. I thought when we, we were talking about dog walkers, it would be like some really outgoing college chick who wants to make an extra 20 bucks a week. You know, like I thought it was like, it's very simple. These people are, they're, they're not 20 year old college chicks who just want to make extra money than have like sunny, bubbly attitudes. They're dog people and the dog people i don't know how to explain it they they're they're the types of people that are like i love dogs more than people do you get what i'm trying to say those folks like yeah it's not that i'm socially challenged it's that i just like dogs more than i like humans okay yeah right you like dogs more than humans. Right, right, right. You're a dog person. Okay. Um, so one of those was the, was the dog walker. And when she came in, she was like, oh, my God. Like, I just, so why is she behind a gate? And I was like, a gate? Well, I mean, you're supposed to give a dog its space, right? Like, it has its its place. So it doesn't feel, like, you know, riddled with anxiety. She was like, I just, why is she behind a gate in the kitchen? Um... I can tell her energy is off. Uh, we're going to need to like lower that fan. I was like, she needs a fan because um, I'm not going to pay to run the air conditioning all day. Oh, it's just too hot. We should, let's put the temperature. You're going to need to run your AC. I went ahead and turned it on for you. I was like, take the dog on a fucking walk. Stop texting me about these things and take the dog on a fucking walk. Those are the first two visits. We couldn't get a fucking walk in. And it was like, well, it's because her energy's off and she's shaky and nervous. I was like, this dog weighs 10 pounds. Pick it up and put a fucking leash on it. I don't care if she's shaking. I don't care if she's crying. She'll knock it off when she's walking and she'll be chipper. But you might have to drag her out. I don't know. That's your job. Well, Rosie was born September 10th of 2020. So I think that, you know, because she's a Virgo moon... Um, I'm going to need to have some sessions with her where she just, we, we conversate and I, I will, I'll feed her treats from my mouth. And if she takes, you know, then she takes, but if she doesn't, we might need to pay a little extra so I can visit her, you know, on off hours and we can, you know, get rapport. I was like rapport. She eats things off of the floor.
She eats things off of the floor. What in the flying fuck are you talking about? This is an animal. You don't need to build rapport. This isn't a coworker who's a little cold and you're, you can't wait to crack her. So you're just going to take her on a couple of coffee breaks and sit there and, and talk with sweet nothings with her. This is a dog. Why are we like, they take something that's as simple as put a leash on it and take it outside. And, and she just, these dog people, they, they stretch it. They turn it into something that it just fucking is not. Now, Mind you, if you have a maniac dog um, that's just misbehaving and off the wall and you need a Caesar Milan and blah, 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 fine. As far as I know, there's no degree at Harvard or Yale. So when you walk in and you go, I'm a dog expert. Oh my God. I just got to like, I just got to feel out its vibe. I'm just feeling, we're just doing a quick vibe check. You're just retarded. You're just mentally ill. You're just mentally ill. And I don't care. Mentally ill people need jobs. I'm okay with it. The stakes are low. You walk dogs. You're not running the country. You walk dogs. You can be mentally ill and walk dogs. I don't care. Just don't give advice. Just don't give advice. Walk the dog and don't give advice. That's I'm totally fine with that. Not that my opinion matters, but you listen to the show. This is my two cents. Um, Walk the dog. I really don't care. You know? Just walk the dog. Don't we don't need to go back and forth about this shit. It's driving me fucking nuts. Um, 9-11. So my personal 9-11 was this year when Aaron Rodgers left the Jets game after four snaps. As a Jets fan, it was um, par for the course. I should have expected that. But I dropped the Patreon 9-11, and then my Patreon was gone by 9-14, the Jets came out 9-11 and Aaron Rodgers was gone before 9-14. So my September was, it's just been nuts between the dog walkers and the 9-11s and the Patreons and the tapped-ins and all the shit that I'm doing. It's just been fucking nuts. And I'm also doing something else where I'm like undertaking a lot of shit at the house. We're like redoing the house and all this shit. It's just like, it just doesn't, it's a never-ending stream, but Listen, if you're dealing with your own 9-11 and, you know, which I'm sure you are, we all have our own 9-11s, right? Then you're going to need a little relief and to take a little relief, a little break. You're going to take an Oklahoma smoke break so that you can overcome uh, these dog walkers. Like, you know, had I had my Oklahoma smokes on me, I wouldn't have wanted to strangle the person that was like, Oh, you know, I just need to get coffee with your dog and then I can like build rapport. I could have <sighs> Yeah, you know, you do need rapport. Yeah, you just my dog's love language is coffee. Yeah, I completely get it. See, that's how I would have reacted if I had an Oklahoma smoke, folks. Kick the habit and keep the ritual. These CBD flower cigarettes and pre-rolls are for those seeking an alternative, nicotine-free and tobacco-free, 42-day money-back guarantee, farmed under the sun in California, no chemicals, no additives, 40,000 happy customers, and more each day. Check the reviews out. Go to itsoklahomas.com. They have a 24-hour shipping window. And get fucking money back in your pocket, folks. With your first order, you're getting 15% off using the code UNFUNNYKEVIN, U-N-F-U-N-N-Y-K-E-V-I-N. 
unfunny kevin all one word lowercase at itsoklahomas.com click the link in the bio and buy your oklahomas today i personally like the menthol they're fantastic and again if you're dealing with shit like i am it's like you need to take a little break you need an oklahoma smoke break enjoy oklahoma smokes spring mooney is somebody that i love and i spoke to her on the pod you can listen to it um I think it's like 50-something. I can't remember. But go listen to the Spring Mooney episode. Now, Spring started One Moon Many Stars to continue the Mooney legacy by paying tribute to the inspirational affirmations her father used throughout his career as the godfather of comedy. The legacy lives on. Support Spring Mooney and honor Paul Mooney by visiting OneMoonManyStars.com and making a purchase today. All right. And we're back. So, Dog Walkers. Uh, 9-11s, Aaron Rodgers is gone. What am I supposed to do with myself? Um, dog training. Oh my God. That's another thing I've been dealing with, <sighs> but you know, I'm going to take a break from that to talk about redoing the house. Cause I think it's infinitely stranger. The, um, the things I've run into. So I've decided to host Thanksgiving and I don't know how it's going to turn out. Uh, I'm going to invite as much family as humanly possible and put them all in one place uh, and hope that it works and we'll see what happens. Um, but yeah, so, you know, Thanksgiving, we're going to figure that out. I But because I'm doing it, and we'll talk about that in another podcast, but I've had to change things around. And so I'm like buying furniture and then building furniture. And then I have some furniture that's built and delivered. Then I got like a couch that's sitting in my fucking garage that I'm trying to sell. It's just like, there's too many moving fucking pieces, you know? And in between that and having to deal with the horseshit that is life just in general, you know, it's just been crazy overwhelming. It's like burning the candle at nine fucking ends. Um, and yeah, and then, you know, between that and, uh, the show and then dealing with all the, you know, general bullshit. I have Halloween coming up and I've shared my thoughts on Halloween. I think we've done three episodes, three Halloween episodes, <sighs> man. Halloween is like, it's probably one of my least favorite holidays. Um, and I've talked about why there's the office element, you know, where you deal with, um, people that are a little bit too in love with Halloween, you know, like September 28th, they're, they, they start, they start acting a little differently. It's almost like a werewolf. You know how like werewolves, um, I I think like as soon as it hits nightfall, they got to be careful of the moon. And then if they put like one limb in the moon, like let's say they put their hand, the, the hair starts growing, the nails start coming out. Like it's a, it's a slow transition to full wolf. That's how spooky season happens in, in, in offices, right? So first it's like, oh my God, pumpkin spice latte is back. That's like usually, you know, like, oh, they're selling pumpkin spice lattes. I love PSL, PSL. And that, that, that is like, that's like when the claws, right? And a little bit of hair is kind of coming out. And then, then you get the people that are like, oh my God, um, like, it's like so soon, like 27 days. And like they have the countdown to Halloween. And you get those people like end of September. They're like, so what are you going to be for Halloween? Like, you know, 
these folks in the office place, I mean, they get the spooky sweater. It's too much. It's just too much. Look, I did my nails. I did my nails. I'm a witch. I'm a witch. No, you're just you're kind of a dumb cunt. And nobody truly really likes you. But 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 yes, you are a witch. You're a Wiccan. You're all those things you believe. But at the end of the day, you're just annoying. And again, mentally ill. There's a theme to this episode. Um <laughs> Because <laughs> you're just 48 years old, and that's just this is all you have now. Um, but anyway, we're you know we're moving on from Carol uh, in accounting, and we're we're going towards my personal experiences for Halloween. Now, folks, it's no mystery if you listen to the show. I have an amazing mother, and I you know uh, just very interesting uh, background, and you know growing up with my mom and my dad, and you know my family in general. They're all learning. I'm a first child, right? And I'm not just a regular first child. I'm a first child for my father who was busy with all the dumb shit he had going on and my mom who was busy like mastering, uh, you know, the balance of learning English, navigating <laughs> the American work uh, space and, you know, trying to figure out what to build a better life for herself and her children and whatever. And also my dad. And so... When I look back on it, I understand, like, I understand why certain things were the way they were, right? Like, I don't know how many, uh, you know, my mom's, my big first Halloween was kind of like my mom's big first Halloween. So it seems strange that you're going door to door and collecting candy from strangers. So my mom was like, look, I'll buy you a Kit Kat, whatever your favorite candy is. You're not fucking going trick or treating, you know? The neighbor, I'm like, why? The neighbors poison you. I'm like, but you leave me at their house. Like I used to be babysat by my neighbors who were very weird. I don't know why my parents would put me there. I think it's because they had, again, it, it's probably because they had a kid that was like similar to my age, but that kid was a girl. I don't know why I was always paired with a chick. Um, and I remember one day they dropped me off there and the dad was like this really tall burly white guy who was a cop and they would always watch thomas the train and i thought that was weird because i didn't watch cartoons at home my parents my dad had me watch adult things so i'd always go there and the house had a terrible odor you know like they weren't cleanly um and i just remember for some reason one time i was there my mom dropped me off i don't know what my mom and dad had to do but i was for some reason there and the daughter, she was like a blonde girl. Like she, she was like, she had no pants and like no underwear, but she had a shirt on and she was in the backyard in like a kiddie pool, like a plastic kiddie pool. And for, like the mom was like, go, go see Delilah. She's outside. I went outside and I just, we just looked at each other, you know, like I, like I, I was clothed, uh, you know, but she just, she had no pants and no underwear. She was completely naked. Just she was like Winnie the Pooh, like she just had the T-shirt, and then she had her clam hanging out, and she was like four, and I was like four. It was very weird, and she was in a pool, but she wasn't, you know. And the mom's the mom said, "Go outside," like you know, you know how it's like somebody tells you like, uh, "Oh, come on in," but they're they're naked, like you just didn't expect it. And I don't think the mom knew. I don't have a, a deep enough memory there that I can recollect. But I was like, hey, mom, so them, them, they're poisoning me? That's wild. I've eaten dinner with them. Like, my point is, I I don't know what, why that happened to me, but 
I'm unpacking it in therapy. And I think, <laughs> I think that there was some funny thing where I just accepted, yeah, the neighbors are out to murder me. And then after like a year or two, my mom just gave up. You know, she was like, it's fine. We can trick or treat. Who cares? I think my dad arm wrestled that uh, and won. And then it wasn't until I, my little sister was in the picture that we trick or treated regularly. But I remember like as a kid, Halloween is how you knew who was poor. Like Christmas was obviously an indicator, but Halloween was the was you know who's poor um, almost immediately when you come into the class. So I remember when I was younger, like I wanted to be Batman or I wanted to be like a Power Ranger, you know. And God bless my mother, you know. If I wanted to be something, she'd say that's great. Oh, that's great, yeah. Oh, Batman, yes, like that's great. And I'd be like, cool, so we're going to like go to Target. We're going to buy the Batman thing with the utility belt and the boomerang and the foot. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, of course, of course, no worries. And then I'd like go to my grandma's house because I go there every day. And my grandma would be like measuring my legs. And I'd be like, grandma, what the fuck's going on? She's like, oh, nothing. We're making Batman. I'm like, oh, no, you can't make Batman. No, you don't make Batman. No. Like I was like so disappointed. And uh, I look back on it. Like, again, it's not like I was upset, right? I was a kid. I guess I was upset. But in retrospect and in reality, like, it was a cost-saving measure. And going to Joanne Fabric and throwing something together for me, whether it's here's a red sweater, now you're a Power Ranger, or here's a Batman suit I made for you, every stitch in that has fucking love. And you don't see it as a kid. I kind of saw it as a kid. I kind of accepted it. Like, I rocked it. I wore it to school. And I'd see the kids come in with, the like legitimate like Hollywood set bat suits. <laughs> and that made me feel a little more lazy about Halloween. I just didn't give a fuck, you know? Um, and I think my family handled it the right way. Like it wasn't, it just wasn't a big deal at some point. It just didn't, it wasn't like a competitive thing. And um, I just didn't give a fuck. I was like, yeah, I don't care what my costume is. It's irrelevant. It's stupid. Um, but yeah, it was, I don't know. It's those little things where it's like when spooky season is upon us. Like, I just don't like those people and not for nothing. There's this element of like Halloween horror nights. Like I, like somebody made me go to that, you know, I had an ex-girlfriend that made me go to that and I laughed my way through it and she was fucking livid. Like I never thought adults dressing up and acting trying to scare other people was particularly fun. I thought it was kind of stupid. Um, and where I grew up, I don't know. You guys probably, there's so many, you know, I don't know. Everybody has a different experience. We have international listeners. And I know you guys probably have your own experience, um, you know, of celebrating whatever the fuck you celebrate. Uh, but I think it's, it's hilarious when you look at the local experience of Halloween, right? Because, where I grew up, they used to do this thing where they would build this haunted house in a parking in a parking lot behind a Yankee Doodles, which is like a sports bar. My dad would take me there, actually, to the sports bar. And he would also t- took me to the haunted house thing. But it was like this big parking lot. And they would build this haunted house like from scratch. And I remember my cousins, they'd all be really excited. You know, they'd be like, oh, it's going to be great. You know, don't be a pussy. Like, we're going to go have fun. Like, this is my girl cousins, like, you know, and my male cousins. Like, oh, it's going to be fucking fun. Okay, it's going to be so exciting. And we go into this 
haunted like i remember part of the haunted house like there was three like pick your journey like one of them they chased you out with like a chainsaw or whatever and i saw that and i was like i don't want to do that i'm not a pussy that seems weird and aren't you like why are you so jacked to do this you know um and that kind of went hand in hand with like theme parks like i fucking hated roller coasters and i'll admit it you know didn't have a great experience. I had a roller coaster break down on me. Um, I fucking hated, uh, you know, the quote-unquote adrenaline rush of that shit. It just always struck me as weird. Like, theme parks still, like, as an adult, they still kind of freak me out. Um, I do it because I'm not a baby. But, God, I just hate that. There's something about that that we're pretending right it's a collective agreement to just pretend suspend your belief you know uh, suspend your disbelief and and agree with the reality that's been presented to you and there's just something fucking weird about it i never dug it i never liked it i thought it was weird um but yeah you know my point is i hope that you have a safe halloween we'll do a halloween episode um i'm going to probably drop the patreon episode that i did here for everyone supporting the show and listening i'll drop a bonus episode or something and um we're gonna switch some shit up i'm gonna figure it out uh in terms of how to place more content out there and uh i appreciate the patience and i'm sorry for the absence but listen i appreciate you guys i hope you enjoy uh you know the rest of your fucking week you stay safe if you get a chance Listen to the new episode of Tapped In. Go to tappedinmusic.com to watch. You subscribe on YouTube. Um, you know, and if if you want to support the show, support the sponsors and support me by following me, Unfunny Kev on Instagram. Uh, send me an email, unfunny the unfunny Kevin Show at gmail.com. Leave a comment in the Apple Podcast Store. Uh, it goes a long way. Those comments, five stars. I appreciate you guys. And I hope you have a great rest of your fucking week and uh, we'll talk next week. In the back of the slab with a stick in the pack And the nigga was that with the fifth in the cars going around, hit the gas and did like Too fast in the wheel, on crash my head The dash was hit, never catch me a that had no fit Nigga had a black mask and a tactical grip Though you can't stay, can't crash the bitch Smoke up at eight, that does match enough hit Fuck nigga, get stained and tag on my fist I got them two layers, two gloves Didn't get tried, but I cut up with Tupac I feel like I made him and need me a new mob I see the stain, I'ma need me a new lock Uh, it seems so me, it's past my quota I'm sipping that lean with soda I pop me a bean, it's probably